I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Tuesday, October 18th. Quincy City Council is considering whether or not to approve an additional $23 million to complete the new Quincy Police Station. Developers last night blamed inflation, supply chain issues, and even the war in Ukraine for the cost increase. The City Council previously approved $120 million for the project. Council will vote on the request on November 14th. Rob Hale of Granite Telecommunications of Quincy is giving away a million dollars a week, all year long. Hale and his wife Karen say they will donate the money to 52 small nonprofit groups as a way of giving back. Recently, the Hales donated a million dollars to South Shore Stars Daycare and Dove Domestic Violence Ended here in Quincy. Kevin Weeks mob boss James Whitey Bulger's right-hand man took the stand yesterday during a wrongful conviction civil suit against the state. Weeks was called to testify by the state attorney general's office, which is defending the state in the civil suit filed by Fred Weichel. Weichel is asking for a million dollars in compensation for serving nearly four decades in prison for the 1980 murder of Robert LaMonica in Braintree. The Attorney General's office is arguing that if Weichel didn't murder the victim, he helped the real killer after the crime was committed. Weeks was friendly with both Weichel and LaMonica. Weeks testified that Bulger didn't really care for Weichel. Weeks testified on the night of the murder he saw Weichel in Triple O's, the South Boston bar that was Bulger's hangout and where Weeks worked as a bouncer. Weeks also testified about criminal activity Weichel was allegedly involved with before the murder. Closing arguments in the case are expected today. After that, it will be up to the jury to decide if Weichel gets any money. Even though Weichel was released in 2017 and prosecutors decided not to try him again, he now has to prove he's innocent of the murder and any other related offenses. Striking truckers used tractor trailers to block the exits at New England's largest wholesale food distributor yesterday and prevented some employees from leaving, resulting in as many as 20 arrests. More than 400 Teamster Union members arrived at the Cisco facility in Plimpton in the early morning and stopped about 100 employees from leaving. Police spent two hours negotiating with picketers. 16 to 20 people were arrested on charges including disorderly conduct and assault and battery. About 300 Cisco drivers, represented by the Teamsters Local 653, started their strike October 1st, seeking better pay and benefits. Houston-based Cisco, which has distribution facilities across the country, supplies food to schools, hospitals, nursing homes, and restaurants. The Cisco warehouse in Plimpton is still operating with third-party drivers. Facility stocks about 13,000 products. Cisco employees at a company facility near Syracuse, New York, have also been on strike, but the sides reached an agreement there last week. Brockton police have charged a third person in connection with an attack on two men last month. 19-year-old Corey Gallagher Lee was arrested yesterday after turning himself in. 69-year-old Carlos Cardozo and his friend said they were viciously attacked after a minor crash on Walnut Street on September 24th. 
Cardoso's family said the injuries he received caused a stroke. Two other people have already been charged. Gallagher Lee faces multiple assault and battery charges. Police released a video of the incident last Friday in an attempt to identify the suspects. For those looking to settle down, there is fewer places better than the Bay State, according to a new ranking. According to the online financial magazine Money, both Somerville and Milton are two of the country's most desirable locations, ranking 7th and 17th on their top 50 list of the greatest cities to live in the United States. Money says that Somerville's proximity to Boston, low crime rates, and great education as the hallmarks of a great city. Money also states that Milton is a bustling metro suburb despite its small-town feel. Economic opportunities, quality of life, and diversity were among the primary deciding factors when assembling the list. Founded by five families who knew each other through their kids' sports teams, Brockton Beer Company has grown to produce 500 barrels per year and opened a new nano brewery, tap house, and eatery this past June. Everything about the new hotspot celebrates the city of champions, including the beer. Sip, for example, an English dark mild named Mr. Map. Brockton Beer Company first launched in 2018. The business is also pumping life back into downtown Brockton. The new brewery is part of an ongoing revitalization project along Main Street. Brockton Beer Company has distribution in Western Mass and the South Shore, including the Cape and Islands. The brews will soon be available in package stores throughout Greater Boston and the Merrimack Valley. A check of business news this morning. And stocks were higher. The Dow was up 288. The Nasdaq rose 153. The S&P added 43. Stocks mostly higher in Asia. The dollar was down. The euro rose. Oil at almost $86 a barrel. Sports Bruins beat the Panthers 5-3. They're in Ottawa tonight at 7 o'clock. And the Celtics home opener tonight, 7.30 against the 76ers. Forecast from the National Weather Service, scattered showers around mostly this morning, maybe some clearing later, high 62. For tonight, clear, low 56, partly cloudy tomorrow, high 57, sunny 57 Thursday, sunny 61 on Friday. For the boater, waves about 2 feet, winds out of the south, gusting to 20, will become southwest later, high tide 6.38 p.m., sunrise 7 a.m., set 557. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Tuesday, October 18th.